Like I know guys, right? They're they're sophomores right now, and they're going to become juniors. They're taking seven APs next year. And the thing is, like when you're doing that, you have no time for anything else, basically, unless you're just a genius. You're just like really, really smart, and you don't have to study. But the thing is, is that you have to spend a lot of time in extracurriculars as well. You have to know that you have other commitments as well. And if you're not able to fulfill those commitments because you have to take another AP class because you want to impress colleges, that's not going to pan out. It's not going to work. Join like however many you think you'd want to like at least like make a list sort of and then after you kind of like attend some meetings and kind of like see what you want to do engage heavily within like a few of the ones that you want to do that you're like actually passionate about because then that'll help you find what you're passionate about and then once you definitely start engaging in your clubs at a young age so like freshman year sophomore year that's how you get a position no i like i know a lot of people they would join like six or seven clubs freshman year right but the thing is they would stick with all those clubs that end, they're entering senior year of high school right now, and then they were just simply a member in all of those because they couldn't keep up with going out to all the events and all the activities for each club. So they were just stuck having no impact on the club. So the really the big thing is, like Devin emphasized, is that if you join and stick with consistently like two, three clubs that you're really passionate about and are able to get leadership positions in, that's so much more better than joining like a lot of clubs and not doing anything. You'll be able to actually make an impact, and you can talk about the impact that you make I, I remember mentioning this during one of my club interviews, and I said that just someone like I know a lot of people, they join clubs for college. Right. And the thing is, is that colleges, they want to see someone who actually wants to be in the club and is just not doing it for the purpose of college. So if you're actually in the club and like, let's say you're the member of a club versus being the treasurer of a club and the treasurer of the club does nothing while you're the member and you're actually doing food drives you're you're doing fundraisers you're going to every single meeting every single event then colleges would rather see that versus someone who was the treasurer and did nothing because it's not colleges don't look for someone who just has the title they don't they don't care what you did they care why you did it and that's one of the most important things yeah it's not necessarily like i said it's not necessarily like always about your position like yeah a position is great but like if you can do more stuff as a member and if you can be like super engaged as a member compared to as a board member then i think your college definitely take that as a positive yeah so Devin, you want to like expand into some of your leadership positions in high school and yeah how so you got those yeah 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 so um for me my biggest my big one is a uh, econ and finance team and that's something that i, I joined last year and because i want to go into finance that's something that i really enjoyed doing and so you know i i participated in that club last year uh, I did the Wharton Challenge. It was like you write a paper. It's not. It's like a financial report. It's through Wharton. Uh, and then I competed at the state level in uh, economics and personal finance challenge. And it was just things like that that I enjoyed. And like I enjoyed just like genuinely being a member of the club. It's one of the smaller clubs in the school, so everyone like knows each other and all that. And uh, it's very fun. And like our board is very tight. Like we're all we're all friends with each other, and we're all good at communicating with each other. And so we've already made plans for next year, what we want to do, and we're working to fulfill those right now. So, you know, we're all trying to make an impact on the club and honestly, like, bring the club to its full potential and, like, what it could truly be. Uh, yeah, for for me, the biggest thing I did in high school in terms of club was key club. I, I think, uh, dude, I had no idea what that was, like, freshman year. I literally thought key club was a club where you made keys. <laughs> like, Bruh. for real. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Like, Devin, you're in Key Club too, right? Yeah, I am. I'm not as active in that club. I, I mainly use that club for volunteer hours. Yeah, I don't. For me, it was like I got it. I got, I don't know. I got involved as I could, I think, in, in Key Club. I think at the end of sophomore year, I think I had like 205 volunteer hours or something, like in just in that year. And just doing that, I think I was I was elected to be the state treasurer. And then just that year, just being elected, like I had to, I hustled my ass off in that club because I realized that if you if you do something like that, if you put your heart and soul into something like this, then you know you're gonna achieve something greater. And then that's how I was able able to be like elected into higher positions from there. So I feel that you just spending a lot of time in like one specific club, two, three, it really has more of an impact. Like, I have this friend, she got into Stanford, and Key Club was her main thing. And just doing that, she was able to get into Stanford. And she was she was only, like, in a, one more club besides that, but she was still able to get in because she was so passionate about one specific thing. And I feel like that's what really matters. You know what I mean? Like exactly. The same way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of these positions, I'll admit, man, it's – for me – if COVID didn't happen, I don't think I would have a lot, any of these positions that I applied for. Why is that? Because, for example, in Key Club, right? I ran unopposed for state treasurer. If I if I had not, if I because I was not on the state board the year before, and if someone on the state board had run against me, I would have lost because I wouldn't have had the credentials and I wouldn't have gotten where I am today. And for governor, and then for entrepreneurship, like I don't, I don't think I would have even taken AP Macro if covid wasn't there like that was not even in my initial plans and then for deca man the only reason i got that my vice president position was because i became a state finalist and i don't think i would have become a state finalist in an in-person round because i would have legit there would have been more competition and i don't think mine was that good anyway so like i don't mm-hmm. think i would have had any positions if it wasn't for covid but you know that's all part of the system that just all happens yeah a lot of it i a lot of it comes down to luck but you can really influence that luck if you put a lot of time and effort into it like if you're spending maybe 25 percent, 25 to 40 percent of your time of your just time during the school year on clubs you can see a lot of results from that definitely work on work on your people skills like work on talking to people meeting new people interviewing those are all important things i I gotta admit dude i don't even think we would have even started this podcast about covid probably not to be honest no, I every just th- I think about this a couple of times. Like I, I guess maybe once a month or so. I'm like, life would have been so different if COVID wasn't a thing because we wouldn't have done so many things other than the things we did. Exactly, I agree. I think that's really crazy. So, I, I guess just getting back on track here is that if you spend a lot of time on clubs, that it really pays dividends. Like your hard work is going to pay off here. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I would say is like. Going into this is for every year of high school, really. Don't be afraid to take like another honors class or like another AP class or something like that. Because, like, I know, fresh, like, one of my things that I wish I did when I was in high, like, when I was in, um, like freshman year and even kind of sophomore year was like, I wish I'd taken more, uh, more honors classes or like another AP class. Because, like, my schedule, like, I so far I've had a bunch of weighted classes and like a, a I think more than my fair share of AP classes so far in the next year also. But I would say like freshman year, I was afraid. Like I only took, I took two honor classes freshman year and like looking back at it, I know I definitely could have taken like three or maybe even four honors classes freshman year. And the same for sophomore year, sophomore year, I took 
uh, one AP class and two honors classes. I think I definitely could take another honors class. It's all about just like believing in yourself that you can do that, and like just like when you're taking that class, like the time will sh- the time will be there for you to work on that class. Like, yeah, may- I don't know about that, dude. I don't agree with that. Okay, but like, look, it depends on what you're like the other stuff you're doing either. Freshman year and stuff, I didn't really have much extracurricular, so I had the time to work on those classes. I just didn't do it. Like I, I think my advice would be like know your limits because if yeah, it means getting A's, yeah, yeah, if it means getting A's in four AP classes versus getting B's in all in five AP classes, like what are you gonna choose? And on top of that, dude, like if you're taking, yeah, but see, there's there's a, like Eric like Eric saying, there's a balance to it. There's both ends of the spectrum. You have to figure out where you lie on the spectrum and what's best for you. For you don't me, want to overshoot, and you don't want your ego to get in the way of what classes you're gonna take. Like, you don't think. Just because someone else is taking like six APs that you can handle six APs, you you have to know yourself. Yeah, but for me, for me, I felt like I could still take more classes or like more honors classes or AP classes and still be doing whatever extracurriculars I was doing. But that's just that's my personal situation. That's not true for everybody else. But that's just what I was feeling. And as a freshman, like who might not have a lot of um extra extracurriculars, you might be able to take another honors class. So I would definitely consider look at least look into it. Mm-hmm. yeah like i don't know if you can it, yeah it really depends on your situation and what's going on in your life like what what your i guess what your focuses are in high school like Devin, would your focuses have changed if you were i don't know if you were involved in i guess relationships things like that like if you were involved in a lot of those like would things have changed like would you have taken maybe less of a load or would that have not have mattered because everything's a time commitment like if you had more extracurriculars if you had more of this or that yeah then maybe yeah change yeah so but I guess it really depends on your own personal. Story. Yeah, it's, it's individualized, but don't be af- don't be afraid to at least like consider like figuring out what you could do. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, in the grand scheme of things, like even if you take another class and then you like fail it or anything, it's not going to matter because you have so much. Like high school is, does not determine the rest of your life. No, but see, if you if you fail it, that's not good either. So yeah, yeah like make sure you're still able to do well in those classes, and you're not like overloading yourself because everybody has different capabilities. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, next thing. Let's see. Moving on. Like, I, I think this is really important. I think that in high school, like, if you, let's say you're starting something new for the first time. Let's say you're starting a YouTube channel, something like that. Then, and then you're creating content. You're not getting a lot of views at first because that's just how it is initially. Like, how do you, like, Devin, what, how do you think a lot of people feel like, when that happens? Like, do you think that a lot of people are, like, self-conscious about that? I think people are self-conscious about it, but I, I would say there's no reason to be because, like, nobody gets views, like, on their first video. Like, there are very few people can do that. Um, everybody starts small. So, you know, you start small, and then as you kind of go on your content adventure, I guess we'll call it, you start to learn more about the con- the type of content that you're making. You start to make better quality stuff, better uh, better videos in general. And I think, you know, over time you get better at it. So don't definitely don't worry about starting off something in the beginning because... A lot of people suck at what they're doing in the beginning, and then they get better at it over time. Yeah, honestly, I feel that when a lot of people, they're starting a new venture, they're doing new things, a lot of people are going to criticize them because you're, 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 you look like an idiot if you're like taking a camera around school and you're vlogging and shit, and then you're getting like 30 views. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like a lot of people are going to be self-conscious about that, and the thing is that you, you got to realize that you know, you're taking action. Like The people that are criticizing you, like they they're, that's just how life is, man. Like, if you're like, I remember when we started this podcast, man. Like, we were, we were we weren't exactly good, right? 
Yeah. We weren't exactly that great. And I don't. I remember a lot of people would you know, say, like, why the fuck are you starting this? Like, things like that. Why, why, I, I curse there, my bad. But, like, yeah. And then, honestly, is that you, you have to shut out all the outside noise. And then when you do that and you make improvements and able to actually accomplish stuff with what you've put all your time and energy into, then people are going to ask you, people are going to respect what you do. People are going to be like, yeah, that's really cool what you're doing. And I guess that, I don't know. That's how life is. That's what the way I see it. How do you see it, Evan? I think the exact same way. People are always going to be doubting you because they don't, because you know, you're doing something not like you're doing something like not more novel and then you're doing something that's newer. Like, you're you're branching out you're like expanding what you can do so of course people are gonna hate on you but that's just a part of life to be honest i think that yeah i think when you're starting something new your family's not gonna believe in you your friends are not gonna believe in you your hometown's not gonna believe in you and society as a whole is really not gonna believe into in you until you have actually something to show for it and when you have something to show for it that's when people start changing their minds exactly and uh i guess moving on to the next point i guess a from my experience, I feel like a lot of people I've entered high school with are not the same ones like I have now. Have you had the same experience? Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, kinda. There's definitely people that, like, switch around each year, but I feel like as you take... Yo, your, your mic is echoing. Is this better? No. Alright, uh, hold on. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, uh, I feel like as you take like different classes and like meet different people, your friends are just naturally gonna change. Like you're naturally just gonna fade with some people. That's just how it is. But you know, keep around friends that are like you're are good for you and you're good for them, sort of. And make sure you're like always talking to different people and like networking with them. <laughs> I would say. Or networking with the high schoolers, bro. No, always, because like when you talk, when you meet so many different people, you learn about so many different opportunities just become available to you. And it's just like it's actually incredible. Yeah, I get it's uh yeah, that's something you really want to do, I guess. Devin, were you were you always outgoing when you entered high school, like, or is that something you just developed? I want to say I'm like I wouldn't even say I'm even outgoing. I would just say like I like talking to different people. I don't know. I just like meeting new people. I just like talking to different people, and that's just the way. Like that just helped me out a lot, to be honest. And I think it's, it's something that I'm getting better at. But it's definitely a useful. Skill. I don't know. I know I entered high school really introverted. I think I'm still introverted. I would just say that's something that just helps no, me. No, I don't. Out. I don't want to say you're introverted at all. But what? I think I'm still introverted. But like, I'm extroverted around people. Like, I'm extroverted around like people that I know. But like, yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. For me, like, I was like really introverted coming as a freshman in high school. But over time, you know, I started to realize that I wanted to change that, and especially just through this podcast as well as. I don't know. One of the most surprising things is that, you know, Key Club made me a more extrovert because, like, I had to deal with a lot of people and I had to meet so many new people and I had to strike up conversations with them. And then just doing that a bunch and just practicing it all the time, practicing meeting new people, getting out of your comfort zone, and I guess doing what is uncomfortable, you just really start to get, it starts to get natural. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, like, you know, there's actually this study, there's this one guy. Like, he, he was uncomfortable talking around good-looking girls and stuff. So he joined the yoga studio just to be around them. And he had no intentions of it. He just wanted to just be better at it. So he would strike up conversations with those people every day. And that's how we learned to be better at that. Yeah, it, like it, it yeah. all takes practice. Learning how to socialize with people and, like, learning how to talk to people, meet new people, 
and like act act in school and stuff like that. It, it takes practice, really. Mm-hmm. It's the same as like learning how to do an interview or anything like that. Yeah, and doing things like, dude, it literally like I feel that when you meet new people and you try to make yourself more extroverted or you just get out there, your public speaking improves as well. Yeah, I know uh-huh. that meeting new people through this podcast, like it, it really helped me with public speaking. Yeah, you seem to be more confident, to be honest. Honestly, and it's just you just build so many skills in high school that make yourself more marketable as, as when you leave, and that's one of the best parts about learning to grow up and be independent, and be on your own. Exactly. I don't know. I, I feel like no a lot a lot of people I know like back in middle school I, I really drifted from them when I got to high school because everyone just went their different path they had all they all had their own interests they joined different groups and they developed into different people I guess like they evolved into I, I guess they were just creating finding themselves you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so like you know everybody kind of goes down whatever different path they want to but that's like for the usually hopefully for the better of them honestly no, a lot of people I knew like I. I chose, I guess, we went the course of different classes, I guess, right? So so maybe I was, in, I was usually in the harder classes, and then maybe some of them were in the easier classes, and then just because of that, we, like, drifted over those couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, that's naturally going to happen. Then. And, but then, see, also, you meet new people. So, you know, it, it's a balance. I don't know. I feel like I've changed so much from freshman year. Like, I'm a whole different person. Yeah, and that's going to happen, too. You start to, like... As you experience new things in high school, as you take different classes, you know, you meet new people, you're going to change as a person. And that's, that's just, that's just natural. That's character. It's just part, like personal development, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I guess moving into the last point, I, I, I feel that a lot of what you think going into high school is not really important. Right. So you like high school norms, things like that. Right. Yeah. Be your own person in high school and do what you honestly like do what you think you should be doing in high school and i think you'll be fine in turn like keep keep the bigger keep the bigger goals in mind always but like don't be afraid to like branch out try new like you know try new clubs go to different events to meet new people that kind of stuff yeah i feel like that in high school i don't think popularity is really a thing it's not just people know who people are it's just it's not it's just you know people have their own friend groups you know it's not really it's not really like that yeah everyone has their own groups like people are content with the groups that they're in, like, um, you know, you find a group of people that you click with. Like, what you expect is not, it's is just so different from reality, I guess, right? It's just, yeah. I don't know. Like, high school is really not what I expected, man. What, what up for you? Like, I, it's it's different. I, it's, high school is fun. High school has been fun so far. Yeah, like, I, it has. I feel it's still really hard, obviously. But it's still fun. It has its rewarding moments, for sure. What what do you think is something you're gonna miss about high school? Probably just, like seeing all the people that I grew up with, because like I've been seeing everyone since like the like, guy friends that I've had since like first grade mm-hmm. that I've known for like what eleven twelve years almost now. Yeah, so that that's been really cool. I think it's crazy that after we graduate, like ninety five percent of the people that we we used to know we're never gonna see again. That's crazy to me. But the the difference is that now we all have Instagram. Yeah, but are you really going to be reaching out to all the people that... It's possible. But also, like, with maybe, like, reunion or something? I don't know. Yeah, but, bro, like, that's, like, every 10 years. True. So, the thing is, is that you're... 
when you when you're not gonna like a lot of you're not really gonna go and maybe you can see how they are on social media and stuff right like you can she's a bro but you're not really gonna strike a conversation with them unless you really see them you're not gonna just message them a lot of them out of the blue like you're, you're not gonna talk to a majority of them ever again probably not but you know it's worth the experiences that you have in high school i'm blocking I, yeah I, and just like uh making like a schedule for yourself and this is something that i was kind of doing in eighth grade but like i wasn't really super like disciplined about it in eighth grade it's so, like i would make a schedule and it would more just be like a guide of what i should be doing rather than what i was actually doing so yeah, i don't know i feel like procrastination is such a big issue among like high schoolers yeah and i think it starts in like eighth grade when you start getting like a little bit more work so for sure i think time blocking especially and then dude i'm like, a terrible student in middle school what are you i was a pretty good student it's just that, like i failed three classes in eighth grade did you really yeah which ones? I think I failed like math, science, and social studies. And then you, I got my shit together in freshman year. But like, yeah. Did you not study for them? Or was it like, what do you think it was? I was just dumb, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I was more focused on other things. You know what I mean? Like, I was, uh, I don't know. Like, my life before high school was like sports and stuff. So, like, I was just really focused on that. I didn't really care about anything else. I don't know, man. <laughs> hmm. Like, yeah, I just I, didn't like, I don't know. I didn't like it, man. Like, I didn't like school back then. Like, I, I don't not like I'd like it now, but like I just I don't know it wasn't interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think it's definitely just like making make sure that you're or that you can become organized. Definitely start in eighth grade and like make a schedule. You may you may not have as much homework in eighth grade. Obviously, of course, you're still gonna have some, but like make sure that you're able to organize yourself effectively and set up like an actual like plan and schedule for yourself for like the next like for like the week upcoming week maybe even next month. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know those, like, middle school planners we had? Like, it was, like, a whole book that you could, like, plan your stuff in? Yeah, I mean, like, I would say I – that was more, more like, homework. I kind of like doing more, like, what I'm going to do during the day or, like, when I come home from school, like, including other stuff. But that stuff was – that plan was definitely helpful for sure. You no, know, I think one of the biggest things you realize is that, like, every single year you think that this is – so much work like i've never like there is no way like work could expand beyond all this like i know that was my thoughts in eighth grade and i was like oh my yeah, god me too. so much homework but like every single year you move up especially when you get to high school freshman year like oh my god there's like so much homework like there's no way you can get worse than this and then sophomore year it got worse and then junior year it got worse like you know what i mean mm-hmm. exactly i so think sure that, you- yeah so i feel like you have to learn so many like time management procrastination skills you do make sure you can organize because it, yeah like eric said it just gets harder each year so make sure you can you're able to handle all that through what your I guess your infrastructure that you would set up and being time management. I don't know how have you been able to like learn to deal with it because I know I I was in a stage where I've been pulling all nighters all the time. Like that's how well, I'm not, things. I don't pull like I'm not the greatest at it, but I would say definitely just like, um, just set up like a plan and make sure you kind of agree with yourself beforehand. Like okay, like I'm gonna follow this, I'm gonna do this, and so. That way, you just kind of help. It just kind of helps you stick to it. To be honest, you have to be in the right mindset. Like you actually have to want. Like I know it sounds like kind of stupid, but like you actually have to want to finish all your work on time in order for you to actually finish it on time. Unless you just have so much work that you're just like overflowing yourself. But even then, you should have accounted for that in your scheduling. So just I would say just keep that keep that in mind. Like keep in mind like time for like little delays and stuff. Like you know sometimes you might spend like an extra. Like, if you're time blocking, like, for example, you might spend, like, an extra five minutes talking to someone or, like, 
doing might need help with something or like something like that, and that might push you behind schedule. So when time blocking, create extra time within each activity that you plan to do, schoolwork, other stuff. So that way you'll never really have to fall behind schedule. Yeah, I do. What was your what was your expectation of high school before going in? Um, I didn't know to be honest. I knew it was gonna be harder. I knew I was gonna have well, to. Well, not just in terms of school, but in terms of just everything. Like whether whether it came to like school, socially, academically, sports wise, like everything. You know what I mean? I just knew it was gonna be more than I'd ever experienced before in terms of everything. Like more events, more people that I'm gonna meet, more schoolwork, all this. But I think you just have to come to terms with it, and eventually, I think you'll learn to balance it pretty well. Mm, I don't. Yeah, I feel that high school is really a time where you get to discover more of what you're passionate about, like more of what you yeah. you like, I guess. I had no idea what I wanted to do before high school. Yeah, I mean, I, I, really I feel like a lot of people still don't. So, yeah, exactly. It's time for you to try out, like you know, branch. And- like I remember, I think we joined. I I joined Deca because. I think one of my um, I think one of my friends was in it, and I was, and he was like, "Yo, you gotta come to this club." And I was like, "Oh, I thought clubs were a waste of time." And then we just joined this club. And I remember me and Devin, we uh, we we did that sports marketing event. Remember when we were prepping for it? Yeah, we did so bad, dude. Remember when we went to the library to prep, and we we just ended up watching uh, Jimmy O Yang on Silicon Valley. Yeah, you see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to account for all that. Like, stuff like that's gonna happen. Like, you know, you need to account for that so that way you don't fall behind. I remember, I remember when we went to the to Kane University for the regional conference, and we were there doing the pitch for like five minutes, and then there were other groups staying there for like fifty minutes, dude. <laughs> yeah, nah, we. But see, that takes learning. That takes time to learn. That, that stuff like that can really be learned to just like experience. No, I. What I think though, I think that freshman year is one of the most fun years of high school. I think it. I don't. We I have a lot of senior years going to go yet, but I think senior year is going to be the most fun. But freshman year was like second. I had a lot of fun, but also freshman year was like the only other year besides this year that we've had that was like majority in person. Junior year was all right. Like, I don't, I don't, I thought freshman year was more fun. Freshman year was fun because we had like, you got to meet a bunch of new people, but then also like, you didn't have that much work either because you're a freshman. So like you would have like your hard classes and stuff, but you could just still kind of like, you know, mess around and do whatever, as long as you're getting good grades and, you know, engaging in your extracurriculars. Yeah, I know. Freshman year is just something you just miss. You know, I, I feel like that's like one of the best years of high school. Yeah, freshman year was fun. <laughs> okay, second thing I would say for sure is definitely like so in our high school. I don't know who's gonna be listening to this, but in our high school, we have like club rush, and if you go to our high school, you know what that is. It's like you basically just like all the clubs set up different. Like, how would you explain it? Like that kind of group, sort of, and you could just kind of go around to each club and then just like figure out what they're about and all that if you want to join.